Welcome to the Boys in Blue Podcast 2019 End of Season Review Spectacular Extraordinaire. <laughs> I'm Ryan. I'm here with my boys, uh, Addison and out. Adam. What's up, dudes? What's up? What's up, dog? Yo. Uh, all right, that's all the energy I got. So. Oh, I got tons, but let's do it. Good. Yeah. So. Let's do it. It's been a couple weeks. A couple more weeks for me, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. You know, the season's over. Season's over. There's no more games. Um, no. No. I mean, the friendlies, I have, the friendlies that we previewed last episode. I was going to say, uh, yeah, update from the last episode. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah, <laughs> so we really, we really killed, uh, <laughs> killed the risers 14 to, yeah. to 2. Yeah, F that. That was, that was a great game. Uh, no, just kidding. The, we, the men didn't have any friendlies after no. all. Which was a bummer. Um, yeah. Largely due to just not having players to play the game, I guess. Is that, that's the that's, the, that's the word on the street. So the <laughs> that is literally the word on the street. It's what I heard through the grapevine. <laughs> but so we're here now. Uh, we're here. The the men didn't make the playoffs. Women crashed out in the regional playoffs, and they did great. Uh, they you know they did. They no. had that that quick turnaround almost. Was it? Was, they yeah. were they were clicking, man. And then they had to go all the way down to. They they won. Yeah, they won the first playoff game. And then had to go to Indiana yeah. when it was like a thousand degrees out. Yeah, it was like yeah, you're right. It's so a degrees out. came back from two nil down at halftime to force extra time, but take that Lansing. Right. Still, I'm still riding high off that win. Hey, I mean it's <laughs> momentum heading into next year, so yeah. uh, I'm hopefully take that, Dad, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I told you. This episode, we're going to kind of zoom out a bit and just look at the season as a whole. Uh, <laughs> talk about some things that we liked, some things, what how we feel about the club today okay, and yesterday and going into into tomorrow. So okay, where, where do you want to start? Should we just start? We got this nice list. Um, I'm going to say you guys go. I don't have the document up. So Yeah, yeah we got, cool. uh, got some... Uh, Boys and Blue Podcast Awards to give away. Oh, and that's right. By giveaway, there's no actual award. So really just us nominating people, and then yeah. I guess everyone gets a trophy. Just giving so. some props. I mean, if you yeah. want to like hang out, have a beer, and high five, if you won the trophy, I'm always there. Yeah, man. Especially if, up. especially if you are something. If you come aren't actually look. a person, if you're like a moment. Yeah. If the moment yeah. we want to come hang out, have <laughs> I, a beer I, with I, us. I, there's a couple of moments uh, that I'd like to have a beer with. But speaking of which, <laughs> so let, why don't we talk first? Just very high. This is gonna. This is a big one. Favorite moment of the entire year. Um, we're, that's a tough one. Man. Start, huh? I'll start on that one. Yeah. So my. Um, my favorite moment of the year, and it's something we just touched on a moment ago, but it was the the women uh, getting revenge after losing both regular season games to Lansing and mm-hmm. going in as the four seed against the one seed, yeah, and really putting it to Lansing United. Yeah, it really I did. Mean, it was a three one game that wasn't even didn't feel that close. I mean, we mm-hmm. dominated that game, yep. and uh, yeah, so that one that one felt really good. So that was definitely a highlight of the season for me, and you know I. Felt really good after that game. I was like, man, we're gonna we're gonna do it again. We're gonna go back to nationals again, yeah. which you know didn't end up being the case. But I mean, it was it was a hell of a game for so. sure for a team that had so many like matches where it felt like oh they're, they're gonna they're gonna do it, and then you had sort of your hopes crushed, and you know they lost a lot of close games and like kind of got unlucky in some moments. To have the opposite where you have really probably the toughest game we would have 
had to have played in the playoffs and to actually come out of it, you know, really dominating. At least in our region. I don't know much about, you know, the rest of the the league, but No, for sure. They but would have been a champ, you know, a, in but, terms of games that you would ex- you probably kind of wouldn't necessarily expect like to be the most likely to win, that's the one yeah. that we won. And now, one thing I did hear kind of after the fact was I guess Lansing was missing a lot of their like big players for that game. Yeah. But I mean, so were we. I mean, we had we had a few that were already gone by then too. So I mean, it's you know all the clubs have to deal with the same kind of issues. But yeah, that that game was uh, definitely a moment of the year for me. So uh, all right, what about you guys, um, I got also a. A win for for the men, our Ann Arbor away game. No, um, okay, good choice, good choice. Men's game uh, in Ann Arbor, where we won two nil, sort of in the last. Scored the both goals, kind of in the last. It was within minutes, the last ten right? minutes. Last ten minutes. Um, that was those that of was us a good who uh, made the trip. Shout out to the Grand yeah. Army that made the trip that shout day. Shout out to Adam, aka Adam. Sup? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> what about you? Oh, man. So this is going to be so cliche, but whatever. It's going to be the whole season, men's and women. It was just, Dang. I don't know. Like For me, I know like doing the podcast, I'm going to be behind the curtain like a lot. behind like, Adding the podcast in, it's like added work. But doing the with the season is just so much fun. And then I get to hang out with my yeah. two best buds and talk about the team that we love and soccer, which, so including the podcast too is my favorite yeah. moment, guys. Like, Hanging out with you guys, um, the few people who listen and appreciate the show, like yeah, we do it for that. do it like, for everybody. Yeah, because it's only during the season, obviously, that we get the people who are like, "Hey, I really appreciate the podcast." So, you know, yeah. sharing those moments yeah. with you guys and getting those the people that walk know, up to us that right. say, "Like, hey," you it know, blows like, my mind because I assume that no one listens to this. So, uh, yeah, shout out to uh, NGS on that one too. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> we we know we got some fans. diehard, yeah, right, some diehard fanboys over there. Thanks for the listen. I mean, shit, they made a TIFO out for us. So. Yeah. Wow. You know, like I really appreciate it. Oh shoot. You know what? How hey, can I cancel mine? Can I make favorite my favorite moment? moment getting a TIFO made for us? Because yeah, I how many it, other, uh, how many other lower division <laughs> podcasts have had TIFOs made yeah. by another club? Exactly. Them? Yeah. yeah. The rival team made them. You know, for, uh, for a group that likes to say they get in their mind, in people's minds, um, let's just our wee hey, little podcast. Up. We kind of, <laughs> we kind of was christened with a tifo. Yeah. We hey, own yeah. some real At estate now in Keyworth, so watch out, guys. We might be still having. We might have to. Uh, no, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I like. <laughs> So I just showed my wife it and like explained to her. She just had no idea what was going on. She's like, "Oh, okay." To be honest, I even didn't fully understand it. But, I don't you know, know what hey, the Tifo actually was trying to say because whatever, maybe I don't get the reference. But you know, thanks for throwing us on there, guys. Yeah, yeah. if you haven't seen it, look it up. Otherwise, right. you know, you'll okay. See it. But to wrap it up, my whole my favorite moment is just all the time I got to spend with my friends. I got to spend with the Grand Army. I got to watch the sport I love. I love the team I love. This it's guy. just like I mean, yeah, right, yeah. This is like a cliche thing, but it's just like I can't, I can't really pick. I can pick specific moments, but overall, that's kind of what this was about. Was like, to p- I mean, pick yeah. about, like the whole summer. You should, you should know. You give Addison a task. He's gonna, he's yeah. gonna do every once with it. Yeah, right. I'm gonna go freestyle on it. Well, that's. I would say it's a re- that's a really long moment to pick up draw on, but it's not really that long it's of a of moment, short. is it? It's kind of a short. Yeah. Oh, okay, maybe watching Grandpa play the Ann Arbor. Oh, yeah, friendly. Mr. That Kraft. Like one of my favorite moments. Yeah, okay. Oh, that yeah, old, old, old man Kraft. Yeah. <laughs> Adam had me, like, in tears. I was laughing so hard at all the stuff everybody oh, was yelling at him. So, uh, why don't we move he on? Was, huh? He was there for the uh, 
for the uh, signing of the Magna Carta. So. <laughs> What was it like on the Mayflower? Yeah. <laughs> that that was a good one. I have to pat myself on the back. Yeah, for that, that one. was great. I was dying. <laughs> All right, let's go on to uh, favorite goal of the year. Who wants to start? Don't all start at once, guys. Go ahead, Ryan. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I, you know, I was reflecting on this, and uh, so full uh, disclosure, I. Didn't make it to a whole lot of women's games this year. So a did fair make, amount of my picks here are going to be more focused on the men and with which I have. If I didn't make it to a lot of women's games, how many did you see? Either zero or one. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Um, I did catch probably like 20 minutes worth zero of Zero or one? <laughs> to be honest, I can't <laughs> remember. I think <laughs> I went to one. But... <laughs> we'll just chalk it up to the big zero. All right, so now that we got that one out of the, that out of the way, uh, I have a men's goal uh, that I'm going to well, obviously. present the, the Rosso Trophy to, um, and that is the Scott Doney volley chip. Um that he scored after getting the Boys and Blue podcast bump. Oh, that's right. So, I forgot about uh, that one. I, I don't even remember who, what game that was against, but you know, just the the nice little bounce volley chip over the goalie. Uh, I want to feel like they had like an away game in Ohio somewhere. Was that? Wasn't that the away game? No, that was no. maybe. I don't know. No, that one was at Houseman. Was it? That was at Houseman. Yeah. yeah. It was earlier in the year. I know that. Because it was around when we had Scott on. So. Yeah, <laughs> it was around the time that podcast came out. So. He wasn't the only player to to get a podcast bump because the week we had no. Marty on, she Marty scored. That was right. that screamer. So yeah, players, if you want to score a goal, here. get on here. Yeah. You know, gotta watch out for the boys in blue. All right, Addison, what is what's your favorite? Okay, goal? so um, I have two. Okay, uh, I picked a men's and a women's. Um, so mine was that near post glancing header from Caleb that was like lightning quick. I yeah. uh, can't remember who we were playing. Columbus, man. That was a Columbus, Columbus game That's at home. right. That's right. We were breaking that streak of not being able to beat them. Yeah. Which will also go to some of my, I'll talk about later, but uh, <laughs> um, yeah, that goal just, I mean, it just changed the whole mood of the game. It just, I don't know. I loved it. It was just so quick and so precise and just, Oh yeah. Yeah. Dude is lucky. He didn't have a concussion. Yeah. <laughs> Um, for the women's team, it was Longoria with, uh, against Ann Arbor. She just, she was yeah. on the right side. She like dribbled the ball in, like beat a couple, like two or three defenders and just slotted it home. Yeah. Honestly, uh, no, that was probably my favorite goal of all time of the year, just because it was just, it was just all her, all skill. Just, she, and I was there she came on strong, like mind. late in the yeah. year. Like she was starting to really pour goals in like second half yeah, of the year. Sure. So. Yeah. Um, for me, my goal of the year, I'm sticking with the women here. Um, since if I, if I had to pick a men's goal, I, I'm staying with you, Addison. It was Caleb's header against Columbus. Like that one was just filthy. Well, it was so good. We needed it. My well, my women's goal of the year was uh, Grace Slabity's goal against Detroit Sun. Like holy moly! Oh, this one was just on a freaking rope. Like from outside the box, just blasted it in the corner. Keeper had no chance, and it was just it was ridiculous. I mean, that one she had to know like the second she hit it that that was going in. Like I feel like everybody did because it was just it was struck so sweetly and oh my goodness, it was an incredible goal. So that was 
That was mine. Grace Labity, holy smokes. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. And, I mean, let's be honest. I think the women's team had a bit more um, – Goals? A wider variety – or a wider um, – and – just better goals overall, right? I mean, the men's are kind yeah, of. If I had to give a runner up, it was like the week before that. Like this one probably would have been goal of the year until Grace scored the next week. But I think it was like the week before that. Um, Marty Corby had smacked one in from pretty far out. Yeah, but I think right. I give the edge to Grace because hers was just like there was no curve. It was just a beeline straight right in the corner. It was ridiculous. Yeah. All right. So let's move on uh, to then the other side of the coin. Um, save of the year. Do either of you. Uh, I guess I'll put forward what I would say because save of the year is kind of a tough one, right? It's kind of – you don't always necessarily remember the say. I mean, you know, if you look back at years past, like, okay, you could you remember the things like Noah saving a penalty in yeah. Detroit like yeah, yeah, type yeah. things. But otherwise, it's kind of tough to keep mental note of all the – of the good saves uh, that come up, but I I got two at least in my head. Well, right now. I got one because I don't want you to steal mine. <laughs> okay, you go first. You go first. Um, so mine is going to get back again to the away game in Ann Arbor. Uh, Joe White's foot save, basically in the last in the dying like last minute or two of the entire game that mm-hmm. ba- kept us kept us in the lead, uh, led to a corner which then ultimately led to our second goal that Sam Beek scored. Um, but just the, you know, they they got like this breakaway that you kind of just felt like, oh, crap, we're going to we're gonna. Yeah. I'm still not sure here. how Joe saved that. And I, that, yeah, I saw it in person and I still don't know how he got to that. Yeah. It was, that, it was nuts. But, okay, what's yours? You said you had two. Okay, so the first was... Um, when I was watching that stream, I think it was when he was playing against Detroit, when Joe came out of the box pretty far. Oh, yeah, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm oh. considering this a <laughs> yeah. save where oh, he, I'll like, give you that. he defended the dude, boxed him out, and draw the yeah. ball, drew the ball outside. And he was, like, the last defender. He was outside the box. Like, all he could do was just – and, like, he played solid fucking defense. I'm sorry. Solid defense. <laughs> and he, like – that, that was like, – I'm counting that as a save, but that one was, like, awesome. I no, was that counts. There. That counts. Yeah. I don't know if you guys remember the situation. I oh, was yeah. At my, yeah. I was yeah. at my yeah. wife's yeah. grandma's house, and, like – we're trying, you know, and I'm like watching it and I'm trying to look. Like I said, that was, that was shades of, uh, it was shades of Noah coming out of the box yeah. at Keyworth. And I'm like, oh God, like, we go again, <laughs> but, uh, that one is definitely my, uh, favorite. And then, um, after that, I remember there was, um, a save at Hausman where it was, he came across the box and just got one of his palms on it yeah. and it bounced out aside. I can't remember what team it is. I just, I can see the image in my head of him doing it. And that one was the one where I was like, okay. This Joe White guy is for real. Like, yeah. he's legit. That was like one of the bigger, the first bigger saves he made, and I was like, yeah. okay, I'm all in. Yeah, sold. So yeah. uh, that's my my two. Yeah, for me, um, I'm going, I'm going back to the the game at Keyworth this year, and I put down, um, Joe White the whole game. If I had to pick one in oh, particular, yeah. it was like the end of the game uh, when, um. No joke, they had like a four on like one break. Yeah, and Joe and I'm yeah, like yeah. kind of like watching through my fingers because like I did not like I'm like here goes oh, the game. Man. I like, forgot all about go. that one. And oh, Joe, yeah. Joe came up huge and made the save. But that whole game, he was like standing on his head, and he was on it's fire. funny. I ran into him at the uh, at the um, GRFC awards, whatever last week or whenever it was, 
and talk to him a bit. And like, I just had to tell him again, I'm like, dude, like you were so like incredible that game. Like that was, that one's going to stick with me. Like just his performance in that game. Cause he was, oh, yeah. he was incredible. Cause it, it was even the one where like, uh, the even DCFC fans were like, yeah, that yeah dude, like exactly. he, if he's not like, goalie of the, the week for this game, yeah. like, you're not doing it right. Right. Yeah. Like he was, I mean, he made so many like one-on-one saves versus like a guy coming in. Like that game, he was just—he was unbelievable that game. So, still bummed. Yeah, his his performance that whole game, but specifically that that odd numbered break where, like as it was happening, I'm looking, and I'm like, uh oh, we don't have anybody back. <laughs> as they're flying like three guys forward, so it was how he made that save. I don't know, but God bless him. <laughs> All right, let's transition over then to uh, some players. So, surprise player of the year. You guys got any obvious immediate picks to mind? Oh. Surprise player, meaning like someone. Uh, well, I don't need to de- define surprise for you, but. <laughs> you sound like you're ready to go. Uh, Beak, man. Uh, Sammy, Sammy Beak? Beak. Sammy Beak, dude. Okay. I mean, I knew he was good, but I didn't know he was that good. And blew my socks off. I mean, he blew the league off. Let's be yeah. real. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think you could even make the argument, even if at least conference, sorry. even if like okay, we knew he was gonna be good coming in because yeah. like he was basically poached uh-huh. out from another team because we knew he was good. Yeah. To your point, we didn't know he was that good. Yeah. But also, I would say the argument for surprise probably is like the fact that that dude can take penalties. Oh yeah, yeah. He was he <laughs> the fact that he scored so many goals from center back. Yeah. What um, did he did he end with golden boot for the team? Or no. Someone else? For the team, maybe. He might have for the, he for might the have been club. Clo- he got. He was definitely. There was a guy in Detroit that had weeks. double digits. Well, yeah, yeah. That, that loss was it the loss again. Whatever, it doesn't matter. For the club, it's possible. <laughs> we well, that's what check, I mean. Like, we you need know, to check with Mike Ewer on that one. He's yeah. like the yeah. unofficial statistician. So, but I, I'd be willing to bet it was him. Just he was definitely leading for several weeks yeah. at least. I so I mean, I'd throw him in there. Okay. But I mean, like total surprise, like completely just sure. I don't know. You, you, you define surprise. I'm not going to box uh, it. You guys though. go ahead. I already okay. did one. Um, if I think of it later, I'll add it on. So I, I had a surprise player for the for the men and for the women. Um, for the men, I'm going Dara, like switching to right back. Like oh, we yeah, knew. Good choice. Um, we knew he was good. And for him, like to, for one, like to play as well as he did all year. But the fact that he also was doing it at a new position. Now, I don't know what he plays at Davenport, if that's, you know, what he normally plays there. If, it, or if you know, playing in the midfield is what sure. he normally plays there. But I think the, the switch to right back was new for him, like, at the club. Oh, for so, sure. So. I think he may have played it, like, one time. Yeah. But some... he was rock solid at right back all year. Like, my goodness. Like, I didn't really see that coming. So, he was, he was definitely the standout, you know, kind of surprised um, for the men and then for the women, um, I'm going Paige Eli. She was good call, dude. Huge good call. again on defense. Now this is something I didn't find out until I was talking with James at the um, little award shindig, and she's a natural like right forward. What? Yeah, and so she <laughs> just was filling in at center back just because who else? But. She what? she looked like that was her normal position. What? I couldn't believe it when he told me that. Dude, are you kidding me? Yeah. You know. <laughs> She's a right forward. <laughs> I, I think when we were talking about the Ann Arbor game for the ladies, I was like ranting and raving about how like 
how great her defense was in that game. Yeah. Like she looks like she's a natural center back. I, thought I she mean, was she was so good, and she won. Back. She won like the defender of the year, or whatever um, award from the club. But again, like I, you know, she hadn't played much at least last year because I know she was injured a lot. But she was like a without a doubt like you knew every game center back starting center back was going to be her and she was so Gosh. good at it so yeah she was she was definitely my surprise play sure. for the women oh yeah i gotta agree cool. i'm gonna piggyback on that that's a good one all right um i have actually very in a very similar vein to your pick for dara i actually have austin swike who uh also moved back to fullback and um to me I'll make the argument that Austin Swike was in even more of a, a surprise probably than Dara in the sense that, um, I you know, the couple times we saw him last year, he was not playing anywhere near defense. I think I remember him playing sort of on the wing or playing a little bit further up more in a more attacking role. And so to see him playing fullback and play consistently and play a uh, very strong on uh, the defensive end, I think was um, pretty impressive. I I would, if you had told me, told me to pick uh, the top five midfielder, top five non-defenders who'd slot back to fullback, I would have never, I would have picked him. So, because I think he was, uh, he normally plays like fullback at, at least in college. Could be, but for, yeah, sure for GRFC, I remember at, him. At U of M, but. GFC, I remember him playing more either on the wing or sort of more as like under the striker. So yeah, he definitely like s- stepped up a lot this yeah. year and was like, a, you know, more regular, like consistent part of the team yeah. than he had been in prior years. So, yeah, he's definitely a good pick. All right. So let's now go to most exciting player. I can start. Go well, for I'll it. start. So go ahead. Uh, my nominee or, um, well, award goes to Max Mikola. <sighs> Sorry, man. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. I think the argument for him is that this was a season that, uh, being honest and, and straightforward, I don't think the men had their – it wasn't a season where they had their most exciting uh, play on the field, right? I mean, they, they got yeah. things done, but I don't – it goes to show, like, a bit on the fact that we can't think of many goals that were that, like – we didn't score a lot incredible. of goals this year. We didn't score a lot of goals. There wasn't years. anything like that pretty about how we played. Um, but Max is the one guy who would get the ball and dribble at people and make something happen. And and even if he didn't always succeed at that, I mean, he was the one person I was excited to see get the ball because I knew it didn't just mean like a back pass or a long ball. It was like he's going to try something and try to beat someone on offense where we didn't have a whole lot of that. We just had a, we had a lot of running and long balls and, and maybe some passing, but like no one really dribbling or, or taking people on. So um, bringing back a bit of the spirit of, of Noble Sullivan. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Good pick. All right. Um, Most exciting player. I'm going to go TJ. TJ. Taking TJ on this one. <laughs> Um, just because every time he came on the field, I got excited because then I knew there's going to be some crazy, there's going to be chances. That's the thing. Like, no matter what, I think he probably is probably one of the fastest dudes in the conference. Um, Mm -hmm. may be the fastest guy in the conference with the ball. Uh, does all of his chances work? I think he got really unlucky this season 
And I think if he comes back and plays another one, and I mean, some of those chances that would have changed the games were, oh, yeah. I mean, they were inches away. I mean, they yeah. were just the wrong side of the post. There were games where he had multiple chances like that. And they yeah. were so yeah. close, or the goalie made a good save. I mean, if we flipped the coin the other way and all those goals went in, we may have been even some. Yeah, even I mean, some, just right. even even you know, seventy five percent more of them. Maybe right? even one. Yeah, <laughs> even one of them. I mean, one more game would have got three more points or something. <laughs> right. You know, so um, I'm I'm gonna go with him because I mean, every time I saw him on the field, and every time I knew he was getting subbed in, I knew there were gonna be chances. And like I said, they were always so close that a goal was just it was so close. It was like always so close. And then him and Donny when they were clicking were like, yeah, really fun to watch. Yeah. So. Well, uh, you guys took my two? Um, number two and number one <laughs> cool. pick. So um, if I had to pick probably the next most after that, I'd say uh, probably Connerty just for the same sure. um, oh, yeah. s- similar type of player where he was, you know, taking guys on. Yep. And um, when when he was on his game, man, like he was he was hard to stop and put, you know, quite a few goals in this year, too. So I I would probably give it to him. Um on the women's side, I'd uh, I had to give it to Rico. Yeah, yeah. She like good call is so calm, cool, collected on the ball, and I'll tell you, man, that that Lansing playoff game. I mean, she was making those defenders look absolutely ridiculous. She, I mean, she a was lot of she people. was straight up undressing those defenders. Yeah. I mean, just had them spinning in circles and was playing like you know perfect through balls. I mean, she. She changes the game. I mean, oh, she's sure. probably what, um, you know, kind of kept us in a lot of the matches and gave us a fighting chance, you know, into the playoffs a bit. You put her in the middle of the field and good, th- good things are going to happen. Yeah, she's so good with the ball. Yeah. I guess if I was going to throw a lady uh, throw out there, maybe Riley or um, Longoria. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like I said, with that sure. Longoria, when she was playing the Ann Arbor game, she was just Yeah, both of them on the wings are so it. good. Uh, I definitely, yeah, I think the ladies did like a more like bringing it like, We'll take one-on-one defenders. Um, oh in yeah, the men game for sure. But those three really, the Rico was a good call too. Yeah. All right, Adam, uh, give us players to watch out for for next year. Ooh. So this is kind of what I guess the way we would define this is players that we think are going to have even more of an impact or more of a central role in their team next year. Sure. So um, speculating they'll be there, right? Yeah, right. Well, yeah, Assuming sure. they come right. back, I think both mine um, for the men and women will be back. Um, for the men, I went um, with my third pick for most exciting. I went with Eric Connerty. Yeah, like he was, you know, was big this year, but I think next year, you know, another year of him playing like you know D one soccer at Western, um, especially with like I mean that's a great program down there. Yes, it is. Several of our players this year were from western but he's he's a really exciting player and i think just another year of him like getting more experience i think he's gonna be huge next year and then good call um on the women i went with riley tanner i mean she was so um so dynamic there's the word that was exactly what i was thinking yeah and perfect just again like you were saying a moment ago about being able to like one-on-ones we had the one-on-ones she was you know so good and i think next year if we can you know, get some of the other, um, get the team more clicking earlier. 
Um, I, th- I think the women are going to have a huge year next year. And she carries a lot of confidence, which I think yeah. helps the players around her. Mm-hmm. And she's um, playing, and, and we talk about you know the players, you know their their college experience, but she's playing like you know in the um, like whatever I don't know if it's SEC or ACC, but like down like that area, like in the Carolinas and stuff, is like huge. I mean that's where some yeah. of the best programs yeah. in the country are. Right. So she's playing like you know some of the best college players, and you know when Matt Roberts was saying that she was getting a lot of playing time last year as a freshman when like, I guess that coach hardly ever plays freshman. So I mean, she's a lot, she, she's a hell of a player. Yeah, so getting, you know, another year of college under her and then coming back next year, I'm, Ooh. I'm excited for her. Yeah. Well, I got two. Um, I've got one, as you mentioned, the, the sort of the Western crew, Jalen Shannon, um, who was yeah. every game he stepped in on was, uh, spectacular! I think I remember. He was huge down. I remember. The I remember the Bucks preseason game, seeing him come on, yep. and it was like he was just. Well, he was playing right back, wasn't he? He was playing right back at, uh, in that game, but also just I mean, I just think wherever he stepped in, it was yeah. it was very much. He had his head on his shoulders already, and it played much more above even his age. I, I really liked him when they were playing three back and having him on the right side sure. with Sammy in the middle like that. He's a tall guy, but he's mobile. He's strong. He's fast, and yeah. He's, it, worked, yeah. He's, it worked really well yeah, with him. Yeah, for sure. And uh, my other pick is another guy who impressed me in preseason and then continued to impress me um, through the stretch, which is Alex Gloshan. Yep. Um, I think um, in addition to Jalen, he's another guy that we keep on and probably see – play even more consistently um, given just how strong he is uh, going both ways on the wing. I think um, I was just really happy yeah. with more so maybe not necessarily his skills or what he does, but the decisions he makes on the field are what make him such a solid player. Cause you know, he's going to make the right pass and he's going to get other people involved in play before he just tries to like run at like run blindly into someone or make a rushed pass. And so I think uh, he's one that we can probably count on next year to. Yeah. He was, he he surprised me a lot. Like how like mature of a player he was like saw the field really well. um, That yeah. Kind of played beyond his age a bit. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So for me, for you, yeah. um, Who are you watching out for next year? I, I, I said his name earlier. I'm going Sammy. Yeah, okay. Sammy Beak. Yeah. Um, depending on where he plays uh, <laughs> collegiately. Uh, right. Either way, he's you know he's going to play. He's going to get more experience, more confidence. Not that he needs it. He exudes confidence. Mm-hmm. I felt confident just being around him. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm, like I said, he just I mean, he just blew me away this season. Like yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I'm. I did not expect him to have such a big impact on the team and just in the season. Oh yeah, you know, in just one season. But I really hope he comes back, and yeah. I, I I can't imagine that he's not going to get better because mm-hmm. when we talk to him, you know, he's he's going pro. Yeah. That's that's what he said. He's going. For, he, that's his goal, and I believe that uh, he'll hopefully achieve that's it. just for our sake. It's not next year. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, let him finish his college <laughs> career out. Yeah, for our sake, buddy. All right, so let's get to that was a little forward looking. Let's just look at this year again, and um, this is the big one: Player of the Year. I'll start, cool. so hopefully I can steal some of your guys' picks. Yeah, right. We'll let you go first, <laughs> um, so we don't. Yeah, I'll start with my women, just to leave you guys in, in more anticipation. But um, 
my women's player of the year is is Paige Eli. She was <sighs> she was huge. <sighs> I mean, she was so good. And then to find out again that she's not normally a defender, she was so good. And she was, you know, when our defense finally did start to click, I mean, it was because of her. She was a rock in in the back four. I mean, she kind of took over the, the mouse role. Sure. Like she was the yeah. the aggressive one, like kind of getting to the headers first, challenging players first. Um, and just so like, just calm, you know, she was kind of a calming presence, you know, in the back four, you know, if we, if we did concede, you know, you could see her still keeping everybody organized. So, um, yeah, she was, she was by far my standout player on the women's side. And for the sure. men, I'm sure I'm stealing where one of your guys picks, so but it, I think, it's Sammy Beak. I think it was probably the pick that we both would have gone with. Right. I only picked a different one because I saw you picked him. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, basically for everything Addison just said, but he's... What else can you say? The guy was just huge this year. I mean, blew it. He, he blew it away. He was scoring goals. He was scoring penalties. He was, um, you know, being the rock at the back for the, you know, for the back four or the back three. You know, when when we came out with that formation, but he was he was the anchor. He was the guy that kept you know everybody in check and was just. I mean, our our back four in general with the men this year were so good. And he was a big yeah. part of it. He was a big yeah, part of why. Sure. So, sorry, guys. Well, that's, all right. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Go ahead. That's fine. <laughs> all right. Well, I can go. Fine. I mean, let's go. Go. He's still okay. both of mine. I mean. Okay. Fair. Um, so, well, I tried to put my my name behind a, a women's player, but this is really just based on probably more me watching Twitter when they when the games are going and seeing seeing the names that pop up, but. Uh, Rico for me. Yeah. I, I mean, well, I mean if, I, if I, if I, we are talked about her, you are a mentioner. She's been my favorite GRC player. It's not fair. You stole her uh, from me, but that's fine. Yeah, fair. Um, <laughs> she's been my favorite women's player for a couple of years, even, even though she left us last year. And, I, you know, it, from my perspective, having not been to many games or even getting to watch the stream, um, if you watch the Twitter, her name was all over that thing. She scored constantly. quite a few goals this year, she scored, and like I said, she too, like she does a lot of things that don't show up in in yeah. like in a box score. I mean, she's like her hustle, um, and again, like her ability to you know pick out passes that might not be the one that leads to the goal, but it might be the pass that leads to the pass. You know, it's, it might be the one that just starts the whole you know the whole play. So yeah. definitely, she's huge. Uh, and then my pick after Sammy Beak um, is look. A goalkeeper can't win games, but he sure as heck can keep you in them. And I, I do think um, he had a few stumbles in the beginning of the year and some mistakes that maybe, you know, uh, might have had impact on results and stuff. But I think the Joe White is what kept us in the race to get into the playoffs to begin with. If we didn't have him um, coming up big in, in some of the games like the Detroit game or – just making saves throughout the year to keep us where we were at, we wouldn't have even been um, close to, you know, challenging Detroit or Ann Arbor for for those playoff spots. So I gave it to him. Um, Throw in a little bit, too, on top of that, he's an absolute class act. Sure, yeah, exactly. Like, what a cool guy, humble guy. Um, chatted with him a bit at the awards banquet. Like he's, I don't want to have him on the podcast. What's going on? He, yeah, he, we got to get him on at some point. Um, but yeah, he's yeah. like in like in addition to being a great player, he's just a really great dude too. Yeah. Right. So that's awesome. You got a player of the year? 
Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna go ladies. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Marty. Marty. That was. That was probably gonna go. be my next pick. I, I mean, was gonna. I was gonna make a comment about her just in general if someone didn't. So. I mean, she's. I mean, we all know she's a great soccer player. Mm-hmm. She's a really great soccer player, but I mean, she's a great leader. Um, and she was really awesome. It was really awesome to meet her and like talk to her. She's a really cool person. And I don't know. She played really great this season. I mean, the games yeah. that she was in and um, like she she quietly had a really great year. Well, that was the thing. It wasn't like you know. Yeah, you're right. She quietly, quietly, like, you know, until she came on the podcast and then scored, got the <laughs> yeah, podcast right. bump. So, you know. but she bossed the midfield almost every game oh, she yeah. played in. I mean, yeah. and so there's nothing else you can ask from a, a leader and you know senior player on the team, captain, captain. Um, men's team. Uh, I am gonna go with Maddie Whelan. All right. Yeah. So. <clears throat> I'm like outside I was really, pick. I mean, I was really torn. So I, I'm really torn because I, I was gonna. Jack was my other choice. That would have been a good okay. pick. And like, I like Jack. So like, I don't know. Like both, I, I, I had a hard choice. I mean, hey, Maddie Whelan was the our one uh, representative in the in the regional eleven. So right. So it, I think it was just because like whenever Matt was on, Maddie was on the field, he was there to win. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Even, you know, like not dogging on the team, but there's some times where some of the guys had their heads down and weren't, you know, kind of out of it. But he was the only one who wasn't out of it and, like, was yeah. always just striving, always, like, really pumping it. I know he had the hamstring stuff, you know. I mean, it was um, bothering him the whole year. Right. And some of those games that he played, and he played as intense as he did, I was really surprised even with that. So give it to him. But I would like give it like code to jack too because i mean that dude was like clutch for some of from some of the games and you know what if he one penalty kick would have went different mm-hmm. we would all be mm-hmm. having different we would be yeah we would be a lot for we sure. talking about jack a lot more he just had an unlucky penalty kick against detroit because that would have taken the game from them and uh yeah it would be all different you know we talked about um a moment ago about how, the ann arbor how- game he killed it yeah, the Mill Cup, right? The hat trick. Yeah, yeah, his, yeah. All right, that's true. On, that's the only but uh, he's he's one like like we talked a moment ago about Marty about Quiet. quietly having a good yep. year. He quietly had yeah. a really good year. And uh, I think so I even last him. year, I should have went to the two silent. And even even last year too, like he's been a guy that I've kind of like when you sit back and look at it, it's like wow, he's really good. Yeah. A huge part of this team that again, he's one that doesn't show up in the box scores a lot, but we wouldn't have. A lot of the success we had without him. Pretty typical central midfielder. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, but I've really enjoyed watching him play all season. So um, we're gonna move on to another category, and I'm looking oh. forward to this one. Our funniest moment of the year. <laughs> I don't have I don't have one, and honestly, like I, I thought about really? this, and well, I had one, but I know it was already picked, so I'm gonna let you guys talk about what? yours. <laughs> okay, so my uh, my funniest moment of the year. Has to be the Livonia game. The guy getting the red card and then taking his shirt off. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in, in front of in front of the female referee, like yeah, showing up awesome. the female referee ripping off his shirt. Like getting in oh, her the face. Guy like, should have gotten like one and a half red cards. Yeah. Oh yeah, he had like four yellows. Yeah, like four yellows. <laughs> <laughs> and then a straight red. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, then got got walked by Matt Roberts for the walk of shame yeah. in front of the green. Oh, right. <laughs> I mean, that, 
See that oh was my mine. my that was mine was the walk of shame of like really? sitting on the bench and then like having to walk by. <laughs> that was hilarious when you walked like right. In, yeah, we're all shame, shame, shame <laughs> as he got the red card. But me just just him ripping off the shirt. It's like, what are you doing? Like, is this really happening? My goodness, uh, that was mine. <laughs> um, I guess mine was. Uh, what was that? What was that game? Okay, Jake Vanderlaan was. It was at Granville. I think it was. This, it was that Ann Arbor Lumberjacks. It was the Ann Arbor Lumberjacks. Uh, and uh, Jake Vanderlaan went on a tackle, and the guy like fell on the ground and like made a really big. <laughs> and he goes, "Did it hurt? Did it really hurt that much?" Or something. <laughs> me and Adam heard it, and I was dying the oh my whole God. time. Think, like <laughs> this is the funniest burn ever. Like because we were so close, you could hear. That's like, the exactly. beauty. Oh, you the know, beauty of the Granville you field that is trash when you're like right. on that side. <laughs> Another. You know what? I just thought of this a second ago too. That same game. Honorable mention, funniest yeah. moment. We talked a little bit earlier about Mr. Kraft. Kraft. Yeah. yeah. When I asked the guy, I asked the other guy, I'm like, how old is that guy? And the guy just shrugs. No idea. <laughs> like his own teammates don't even know how old Some he is. Like he was like. so old. <laughs> <laughs> like I still can't believe that that guy was real. That game was so fun. Because <laughs> I remember I got there a little bit late for that one because I think yeah. it like started at 7 and I thought it started at 7.30. And so I got yeah. there like thinking I was getting there early and I literally was walking as the game started. And you guys were both there like, dude, look at this guy. And I'm like, no <laughs> way. He's cracking me up. This guy can't be real. That's what I said. <laughs> he was real. He was and he real. was oh a critical piece of their teams. He was. He was, <laughs> he was their best player. Best player. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's just, oh, just count that whole game as funniest moment. Oh, man. Yeah. That was a fun night. Oh, right. man. That was and just great. all the old man jokes that we were making, too. Oh, yeah. Such a great time. Yeah. All right, let's uh let's wrap this up. We got a couple more. So, right. co-host of the year, Adam. Uh, yeah, I had to. Nominee. I have to go first on this one. I'm going with uh, Ellie, the yeah. podcast interrupting dog. <laughs> um, she was most most interrupting in the the George Jeremy interview, um, but definitely made her way in for a few other ones too. But yeah, Ellie just coming uh, clack 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 of her paws and <laughs> and uh, just yeah just. I mean, it's it's her house too, so she's right. just like, you know what? This is my house. Yeah. I'm gonna walk in when I feel like it. You know, she owns this place, man. So shout out to Ellie. Yeah, man, shout out, <laughs> Addison. Uh, um, my wife. Uh, for hey, the intro yeah. she did, oh, she did the nice. little co-host intro that she did. So uh, the week man, that like out. everybody yeah. got disqualified in the amateur <laughs> yeah. cup. The uh, uh, the audio edit for us. It was um, a nice little cameo. I'm gonna pick her as co-host or whatever. <laughs> Well, I have to. Uh, well, actually, I'm, I'm going to present a uh, shared trophy to each of you guys. I think. Um, hey, that's not what hey, you put well, on the document. That's not what I put on the document, but I do think it's 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 relevant. Adam for his um, his basically keeping our stuff together going into yeah. the to the show to make sure we had something to talk about. The going to games. Uh, the going, going to the games. games. Sure, I'll, I'll add that part in there as well. But behind the curtain, you were the organizer. Uh, keep us on. <laughs> keeping us on track and and, and organized yeah, and then so, uh thank you addison for the amount of uh time and effort he puts into editing and, yes. and posting and stuff after you know kind no of problemo. man behind the curtain so i appreciate it you guys <laughs> um, and ryan you for kind of kept no no i'm not i'm not putting myself in there because 
No, I, that was you didn't that let was me, me finish, man. <laughs> I would, um, I would say I don't interviewing, really have anything to add. Great interviewing repertoire. <laughs> yeah, he is probably the best interviewer. You were the us. best interviewer. So yeah, thank you well, for being better than me at talking to people. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I guess. Well, no, but uh, yeah, kudos. Shall we look to next year? Ooh. So what are we we're yeah. talking about? Like, so okay, next year? we have two more categories left. Um, okay. Slightly similar, but I, a little bit different. So, okay. first one, uh, what are you guys most looking forward to next year? And I think a, there, there's a bit of uh, oh, nuance first? here, which is like stuff that you kind of like expect to happen at least. Yeah. Can I tell you what I'm really excited about? Uh-huh. Go for it. GRFC uh, uh, Muskegon Riser Rivalry. All right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I am so. Is. I am so. I'm like. No, like no joke. I am so excited for Muskegon to be in the NPSL. I'm super excited for them to actually have a league to play in. I'm excited for them to be playing us. I'm excited for them to be our rivals. I'm I'm just pumped. For yeah, it's um, nice to have another short road trip. Well, that and like okay, so I'm I'm from the west coast i guess you say like west coast of michigan oh, you're like california right? or like so oh, well you know san fran right. you know, okay Lake so I'm, I'm from i'm from grand haven so like muskegon would have been surfer you dude. know right yeah surfer <laughs> uh, <laughs> um it's just cool to see a team that is closer to my hometown like start growing and and being bigger because oh, so you uh you, i'm all about the i'm all about this so like much the, chameleon you changing your colors no, no i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna be a riser fan ever um <laughs> I'm just I'm just excited to see yeah. it expanding, you know, and going to, you know, like places I consider smaller areas that I know. It's just, Ooh, you know, sick burn, Muskegon. Well, then I, you know, then I get my friends, you know, my friends can get into it over there. My friend, you know, I can go and have rival games and like talk trash to my friends, you know. Mm-hmm. That's you know, a good shot know. though, because I mean, we lost Lansing this year, and we we're going to lose. We're going to lose Detroit next year. Good riddance. Um, which, to end your point, Lansing was a really awesome, was a really awesome yeah. like yeah. away game. I like to that to go to. So right. Muskegon fills a bit of that void uh, outside of like Kalamazoo. Which I mean, Kalamazoo is great. You know, a great away yeah. trip. I got but friends Muskegon in Kalamazoo is the too, other right? good. We're gonna have a bit yeah. of a West Michigan uh, triangle. Well, here. that's the thing. Maybe it's we can make up some stupid cup to. That to literally, go that would literally be the shortest trip. Yeah. is to Muskegon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean. Mm, like I said, I have I know a lot of people there, so for me that's what I'm more excited about is uh, you know, closer rivalry. I can get my family to come to those games. You know what I'm saying? Like I can recruit more people to come to those games. Yeah, because I know a lot of people there. All right, who's All right, next? Adam. So my uh, what I'm most looking forward to next year is the women reloading. Yeah. Um, okay. That's uh, like they. They didn't. I'm sure they'd all admit this that they didn't live up to their own expectations this year, sure. um, which it's hard when you know the 2017 team set the bar like <laughs> as ridiculously high as you can set it by winning the championship in the first year. Like winning I mean, at some point you got to know like with any new team like there's gonna at some point be some growing pains, yeah. which we kind of skipped that phase and went right into winning it all. <laughs> um, but oh, we had a phenomenally up to winning it the next year. Right. I know? mean, we had a phenomenally talented team i mean shoot when when two of our players from that team two years ago wasn't that long Bro. ago two of them are playing professionally NWSL in nwsl yeah. i mean Pro that shows right you the the caliber of talent we had on that team and so many other great players throughout that squad but um hopefully you know getting a few more players in and the one that i um 
was thinking of in particular that I'm hoping she comes back is um, now Lizzie Hornack, formerly Lizzie Paul, mm-hmm. um, missed the season because she had a baby. Um, so congrats yeah. to her. Um, yeah, had a little congrats. boy born uh, in June, but that kept her out of this year. And from what I um, last I, I mentioned with her on uh, I uh, messaged her on Twitter a little bit like last winter, like leading into this season, she had said that she was looking forward to coming back like next year. I mean, I don't know if that's still the plan after the you know once the baby's here, but if she does come back, I mean, she's you know one of the huge like parts of the team and like just so like. Um, just so full of energy and so aggressive and one she's been one of my favorite players for the women's team since they got started so yeah absolutely if, if someone like her can come back and then just again like if we can just you know pull in a few more players add a few more pieces into the team that we've got i mean they could be right back challenging for a oh, championship yeah, again next sure. year percent. so that's that's what i'm most looking forward to yeah. so uh well my mine on the women's side was kind of the same as yours my i i had revenge for the women which is basically you know getting back out there and and doing what they've been able to do uh consistently year over year um and so you know i just look forward to them coming back and having this season to kind of look back on and hopefully motivate them to like oh yeah push push forward even more um for me for the men i'm just looking forward to seeing uh new people on the roster i think Every year we've got a couple of really exciting people, and this is next year I think will be kind of the same thing, whether it be new sort of younger kids from the area that are coming up and, you know, if we get another three Western players or whatever it is, or just the international signings that we've been able to bring in. And even though for every five international players we get in maybe two or three of them actually stick um mm-hmm. they tend to be pretty good and exciting even if they're only here for a year if you look at like uh people like jordan Thiba, for instance um yeah. so i'm looking forward oh. to see what kind of Roy last year too kenroy last year what oh. i'm th- those types of players i think uh will continue love to find those them guys back this year oh, oh yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> all right and last one um so let's take um that and go a little bit further what's on your guys's wish list for next year <laughs> and this one i when i was putting the kind of list of topics together i was kind of thinking this would be a bit more of like a longer discussion sure um maybe okay. not but well, well, let's go for it man um Whatever. for me I, I have a few things on on my list um first off um i guess i i won't do them in order that i listed here but my i guess number one i don't want us to play in any cups next year Really, um, I feel like that, um, like the amateur cup is such a disorganized mess. Like we can't stick with twenty three players that we played the first game yeah, and stick agreed. with them the okay. whole year. So that one, we don't have every guy, every guy in. That one should be garbage. Yeah, because yeah. it's garbage and it's and it's run by a bunch of yahoos anyway. Yeah, like and the milk cup. I mean, whatever. Well, but it's like man. when we're playing like a huge game. You know, when we have the Flint Bucks game, the week in between Detroit city and Ann Arbor. Like I feel like that was just kind of, yeah, wasn't really at the best time. I'd like us to just be able to focus on the the league. I mean, I get it's cool to have other games to watch, but my personal take is, you know, those are distractions. Like let's focus on doing our job. Like if we're serious about wanting to compete for a national championship, then forget everything else. And let's focus on winning a national championship. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Um, And then, 
you know, if we want to get into a cup competition, let's make it far enough in the NPSL that we can get into exactly. the Open Cup. So that's <laughs> let's do um, it. well. I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. I kind of have a so different that, opinion. I, mean, I kind of like. The, I kind of like the cup. I like the. I like the cup. It adds a couple games, you know, and then. It also adds incentive for like if you win, then that's some added money that we could put back into the club and right. And you know, as I was things. So, and I, mean, I was thinking about this too. Like I'm just saying that in the men's side, I'd like the women to still you know do it because they, especially if the league is still only six teams, you they know, don't have that many. They're, games, they're, they don't have right. that many games, so give them like more games to play. But for the men, like I just want them to just focus on the league. Um, another thing I put down mm. um, is. Some better looking kits. I mean, come on. Ugh, like okay. we're we're the laughing stock of the league when it comes to kits. Amen, brother. Yeah, like our kits that. suck. Ugh. What else to say? I mean, I, no I disrespect don't... to anybody like organizing um the club, but I don't that's, think it's unfair. Yeah. It, it's, it's not an unfair comment. I mean, I'd rather and I know that the talk in recent years has been like to have our kits be more affordable, but I would much rather pay seventy, eighty dollars for a great looking kit than $50 for what we've had the last couple of years. Hey, look, honestly, at this point, why don't we go into like a lower market jersey provider? Because I say, look at that, like that, that Icarus, if anybody knows what I'm talking about, like yeah. they're huge on Twitter. Mm-hmm. They make some beautiful looking kits. There are lower, there were lower market jersey makers that will, will provide it. I don't know why we got to go Nike. Like that's, that's right. why it's expensive. Right. Uh, and yeah, and we the, could go Umbro and it'd be probably be cheaper. Like, why don't we get a sponsorship for a like basic that? kit I mean, like yeah. that? Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, but we're getting get the same something. thing. We're getting it, it's just a, a solid color kits. They're not innovative or exciting. And like you look at, you know, some and I'm not saying we got to be like this, but like some pro clubs that who their traditional kit is like all one color, like maybe like a Liverpool that's all red or Chelsea that's all blue. I mean, that's kind of like like us. Yeah, but they still find you know little things to do with the kit to make it a little bit more interesting, yeah. or you know the secondary kits. Maybe the, maybe if we do like just a solid blue, whatever, but maybe make the second kit have a bit more pizzazz. But add some more colors or add whatever. Okay, this is so funny because I was actually thinking about this today. I was wondering why our secondary kit isn't like a yellow or a blue or an orange. So if you look at like the city flag for Grand Rapids or the the logo, it's blue like we mm-hmm. have, and it's the yellow and it's the colder orange. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why don't we have an alternate kit that's like one of those three colors? You know, like that the yeah. alternate kit is like a yellow kit, or the alternate kit is the colder orange. Can we have with blue trim on oh it? My God. How can, dope would that be? Can we please have a bloodthirsty Pac-Man kit? Yeah, that's <laughs> like, what I'm saying. Like get yeah, for sure. Get All the yellow, blue, red, saber tooth yeah. Pac-Man. Yeah, the saber tooth Pac-Man, Pac-Man. That's yeah. it. Yeah, like right. I mean, like why don't, why don't we like? It's always just like like let's. Uh, it's always blue, white, right. and then black. Like, like let's the have black. fun with them. I like the I black. Like the yeah. neons. I've actually the three kits have always been the ones I like the most because yeah. it's better than a boring white kit or yeah. a the boring just blue plain kit. blue kit. So I totally get behind. I think we could do better kit wise. And then my last. Um, my last kind of wish list for next year was yeah. uh, doing another international friendly. Heck yeah. Like, Woo. you know, those are getting to, I Woo. mean, other clubs are starting to, to do them more. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying we need to pull a Detroit city and bring in, um, you know, St. Pauli or be like Chattanooga and bring in rail Betty's. I wouldn't complain, but I mean, I wouldn't complain either, but I mean, I mean we don't need to get hello. like primo, like, you know, household name clubs in, but well, like screw even, screw international. Just having friendlies against whoa, 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 other whoa, 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 clubs. Right? I no, mean, I want an international. So, what are we thinking friendly. about? Um, um, 
George's team. That'd be cool. I mean, CDL I don't know. Car City. Yeah. yeah. I cause okay so okay. I don't know how I'll lo- save that logistically that it would work I'll out, save but that. that would be good. And, yeah. and it's also I would enjoy that. There's, I mean, I mean, he's already a fan of this yeah. area. We've I mean, got a connection. We have a connection. And side players. comment. Side comment. I hope he comes back next year. Yeah. Like I know, like well, it was, hey, his injury shortened, but. Listen. Just wait till my wish list comes up. Yeah, but I agree with you because think about it this way: we play Amunia Car City, and that actually gives us a chance to like evaluate players and be like, "Oh, hey, you'd be be great to have you over here." Oh, and then it can be like, "Oh, <laughs> you know, hey, yeah, we're we're, we're playing a <laughs> third or fourth tier Spanish league, right? You know, like no, I don't know what kind that's of that's not any that would be about. It should be about the same or more level of a fourth tier American team. I think there's right. I don't know going into sixth, but your yeah, I don't idea know, is still there. Yeah, I don't right. know what kind of budget that team has as far as like being able to get here, but I don't know. I don't know but I mean, it'd be it, that'd be cool. That's something I've never thought of, but that right. would be pretty cool. But yeah. either way, or even if it's just you know another North American team, like just something, you know, that's yeah. something more interesting that you don't get to see every day. Right. And so yeah, that's my my kind of top three on my wish list. Okay. Ryan, go ahead. All right. Um, I have just oh, generally oh, 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 better oh, oh, oh. attendance, uh, attendance oh. improvements. Yeah. But okay. I mean, connected to that, I'd, what I'd really like to see is, um, <laughs> well, two things I think feed into it. One, Friday games. Some more Friday games. I think that's been a consistent uh, discussion point amongst different fans. Of, hey, I'd really I wish we could play more games. If we have Friday games, are going to come to them? Yeah. Maybe. Are, are we talking about attendance? Are we talking about personal attendance? Or? <laughs> <laughs> um, but Sorry, otherwise, uh, very large, broad thing. But marketing, just better marketing, and and that goes. That doesn't just mean billboards. It doesn't just mean. Um, just doesn't doesn't just mean the business side of marketing. Although mm. I would like to say, I'd like to be able to say and walk up to somebody on the street and say, hey, "Have you heard of GRFC?" And then say, "Oh yeah, I've heard. I'm, I'm a." at least aware of them. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the other end, I think the other piece of, of, of marketing is more the social aspect of like being a part of the community and, and getting them getting out more and more and supporting the community so that the community will support you. And I think that's mm-hmm. the other key aspect, which um, is important just from a human aspect and, and a community aspect, but is ultimately feeds so much into marketing in the sense of like get people to get bought into this club and they'll show up for it. Mm. Um, so that's, that's my one wish. The one that's all. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Sound of unscrolling paper. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Addison. Um, Okay, so my wishes. I well, I gotta agree with all your wishes. They're all great. I mean, those, these are all things I would hope for: is um, progressively increasing in attendance and all other stuff. Um, I am hoping for a really good. I'm hoping for George to come back. Mm-hmm. I am mm-hmm. hoping for possibly George to bring some more players with him back. Yeah. Um. Not that I don't think that the local pool is good enough, but I feel like from conversations I may have possibly had with George. That uh, I may also have possibly had with George. Maybe off of microphone. He may have more players of max and higher ability that he could bring over to 
join our team during the his off season and mm-hmm. our on season. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my wish list. Love you, George. <laughs> um, um, just because I think I think the players that he did bring brought a lot to the team. Yeah. Um, and so did he. I mean, I feel and bad him that himself. He, that I mean, he got injured. You know, pretty early on. But you know, honestly, like, I, there's a like I was gonna say there's some players that I wanted to highlight that we kind of didn't cover, but like George is one of them because not only was he a great player on the field, he was a great leader on and off the field. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he gave a lot of great experience to a lot of the players and like taught them some maybe some things they didn't know. Um, and I had a man crush on him. <laughs> He's a good looking dude. He's a good looking dude. <laughs> He's got good hair. Uh, my oh, wife almost left up. me. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> she came out of. She came home from work and if, he was there in the doorway. Seen, if Can you imagine? Have seen that picture of him at the, the Humane Society with, with the, the puppy? Du- with the puppy. Yeah. Like, oh my god, yeah. it's not game fair. over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm hoping that he comes back and we like maybe like keep a, a good relationship with him and his team. Um, yeah, I think that'd be a really cool experience to be able to maybe ship players back and forth. Mm-hmm. And it'd be a great opportunity for people yeah. and local players in Grand Rapids if they can right. and show. Because there's a couple of players that we talked to him also that he was impressed with. That's what I was just gonna say. That could he could he was interested possibly. Yeah, in I don't maybe, I don't want to like you know yeah. break any news or anything. Like, but yeah, oh. there were, there was one or two on our squad that he's like, yeah, I could I want them to come play. I could over see them Spain. playing with me. Yeah, like they needed the experience over in Europe. Like that's mm-hmm. what he was saying. Yeah. So that that's cool. That's part of my wish list is that he comes back and and we have that experience. Uh, besides that, I just like I don't know. Was it? Surveillance has one. You look really. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Sound a paper rolling back up. <laughs> Roll that paper back up. Right. I mean, I mean, I could go on like, oh, I, w- I I wish we win everything. I wish we do this. I wish you know. I mean, but you guys covered like the ones I was really thinking about. Kits. Yeah. Better kits, seriously. Better kits. Let's get real. Yeah, and I think kind of a one a, a on that is like just our branding and like merch in general. Yeah, like, better. I mean, merch. Our, our kits have sucked, but like overall, our merch has that, sucked. That was the thing I was going to point out that ties into the marketing is is the branding of the club and creating some buzz around mm-hmm. it with things like cool jerseys. I mean. Uh, yeah. There are several clubs that I I'm only aware of because their jerseys, their kits were so cool that I was like, oh, that's you know, pretty neat. Like I could just see you just dropping a pinstripe on one of our blue jerseys, boom, as a billion mm-hmm. times better already. Yeah, mm-hmm. just dropping a simple pinstripe. Ooh. I mean, one my favorite kit that we've had to date is is the one off kit we wore the first year we played. Um, that Canadian team mm, at yeah, the yeah. third, the, the one blue, kind of like the, the Inter Milan type kit with the oh, blue and yes, blue the and blue, blue and navy, yeah. yeah, that like faded up, like even that trainer kit where we had like the squares, like that was cool, like yeah. But I mean, that's been my favorite kit to date, and yeah. it was a game we is a kit we wore for one game. But yeah. I mean, even if we could just something, spice something up, different, man. come on, let's just spice it up a little bit. You yeah. Know? yeah. So any other kind of just. Overall thoughts or, uh, like I said, closing my, thoughts. No, favorite, I think my clo- moment yeah. was just spend time with everybody. Yeah, this hanging out, doing the always... thing we love, hanging out. Big thanks to people who who listen to this. I mean, <laughs> yes. I would 
I would say we do it for you, but I, mean, I think we do it for us as much as we do it for you. But yeah. we, you know, if you get enjoyment from this, um, it's great. And like you were saying, it's great to get the encouragement from people who said that they listen and enjoy it. So yeah, it makes it all yeah. worth it. Really, uh, it does it does make it worth it? it was, I, oh yeah, here's here's one another, person a season that says it. It's totally worth it. Here's another wish list item: is uh, more Scott, <laughs> right? Is to get. Um, Get some more of the women on, like, and it wasn't wasn't for the yeah. lack of trying. I, I yeah, I'm we telling tried. you, for sure. we tried our, our darndest to get yeah. more women on. But I would love this is directed at women players. Like, we would love to have you on or and and talk to you and get to know you yeah, more. Because especially like, I mean, the men, it's 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 easier to get to know our men's players because you know we have after the games like you people go down to speakeasy and you know a lot of the players go down there so you can rub elbows with the guys right. that you're seeing right. out on the field and just because of the way you know the teams are as far as like for one a lot of the women are a lot younger on the team too um when they're out at granville i mean there is uccellos but pe people don't do that there no. and so we don't really get to know the women players as much and i mean i like get to know who they are you know where they're from how they got into soccer and kind of you know their, their story that we don't get as much out of the the women's team so i mean it's fun when you know before i was on the the show when you guys have had women on before and then having marty on this year i mean it was a lot of fun so hopefully um you know we can get a little bit more ahead on that and get some more of the women players on and and yeah, the I men's players too i mean that's something that i always look for the most. I mean, these are guys that, I mean, shoot, I'm just a fan, you know, I mean, I'm just the guy that yeah. sits out in the crowd and makes noise. Like these are the guys that are providing our entertainment. And so for them to be right. able to take time out and hang out with us to yeah, chat agreed. soccer for a bit is, is awesome. You know, the, the international guys, it's like, how did, you know, Scott Doney, how did you end up from New Zealand to here in Grand Rapids? You know, those kind of things just out. blow my mind. So that's, I don't know. I have a lot of fun like doing doing those kind of interviews too. So, yeah. but yeah, I guess that puts a wrap on this episode. That puts that's a wrap season. on the season. Well, yeah. So thank you, Ryan, um, for doing this with me. Thank you, Adam, for doing this with me. Thank Appreciate you guys. Yeah. Uh, thank you again, Adam, for Pride Razor. Yeah. Thanks, Adam. Yeah. For, I uh, for raising speaking the of Pride Razor. It's kind of funny you bring that up. I um, sent out personally around the emails today I had a little bit of time at work so I was like you know what um I've been meaning to do it and I just haven't had the time to do it so I finally did today like kind of went through um the people that haven't pledged yet um one of them still sitting in the room with us <laughs> dang it you know what I listened to that podcast the other day and uh <laughs> anyway so I was reaching out to I, I sent a few emails out this afternoon to people and they're like oh yeah you know I forgot to do that so um you know and it's good just to have just to again to follow through on our pledges and you know, make that difference. So, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, you were, I was going to talk to you in person and be like, Hey, go make yeah, a I was pledge. Say, I so an email. He's not looking at me. Not, not to call it, yeah. not to call anybody out, yeah, but well, he's not looking at me. You called me last time. His so that's fair. Rhymes with Schmayan. Schmayan Schmasso. Hasn't made his pledge yet, <laughs> but no, I mean, it, it had a lot of fun doing it and I yeah. look forward to continuing. Well, I appreciate doing you doing it, man. Hopefully really we can, yeah, be more organized and actually follow through on the, you know, promise was made to the pride center. Cause I was, I mean, I was disappointed in that, that, I mean, they didn't come out to the, the pride night game, which I don't blame them. I mean, it was, we did no promotion of it and you know, well, I was super you know, busy you, you, to where we, the point I was like, learn from our mistakes. Right. Yeah. You know, it's things that we can, you know, more right or wrong. be more on top of it next yep. year. Cause yeah, this year it was just like, 
all of a sudden it was the week of the game and I'm like, Hey, just so you guys know it's this week, if you guys want to come and you know, I mean I again I don't blame them one bit for not coming. I'm sure they had other events and stuff going on too, but partially it was just because we weren't and I say that we as just GRFC in general, not just the club, not just the SG, not just uh-huh. me personally, but nobody was really that organized this year. But I mean, we we were still down there at Pride Fest and talked to a lot of people and had I had a total blast doing that and look it's forward to takes, doing that man. again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I love being a part of it. Never thought in a million years, you know, that I'd ever be doing something like this. But it's turned into something that's it's really bigger awesome, than man. I ever would have imagined so i mean it's it's been a lot of fun to it makes be a part an impact of. on people's lives and yeah people's lives that are local so for sure yeah. yeah thanks for doing it yeah appreciate it so um i'm sure uh talk to some of you guys <laughs> hopefully yeah. soon okay let's not, let's make sure that this is like uh end of podcast not see everybody until we start this podcast podcast up back up uh, and i'm not talking just about you guys but i'm talking about like the grand army and everything else let's, yeah let's do something yeah Yes. Um, See you then. Powers that <laughs> be, whether it still has to be on that level, or if it's just we, th- you know, and tell disorganizedly, me like because I'm out of that. Right, but whether it's formally or informally organized, like we need to consistently be getting together this off season. Whether we're, yeah. one thing I was thinking of like today, you know, driving home was like, you know, if we picked like one night a month where we all met up at speakeasy and just you know hung out grab, grab beers shoot the breeze and you know from there we could plan like you know because i've always thought it'd be fun to do like real activities outside yeah. of um just meeting up at a brewery and getting beers or meeting up at a bar and getting beers yeah, like yeah, but going bowling like, go, go like, bowling or go to go to the griffins or go to the the drive and like you know especially with those two like go out like in our grand oh, army swag gears, yeah. And make some noise, like do chants like we do at a GRFC game, but do them at, uh, at, at a Grand Rapids Drive game or yeah. do them at a um, Griffins game. I think that'd be a total blast if we did that. Yeah. But, um, and shoot, maybe I'm the one that needs this. I mean, if other people well, aren't going to step up dude. and do it, maybe there I need to be buddy. the one that's like, there hey, guys, go. let's do there this. But, you know, I really do want to keep um, the Grand Army family together Agreed. throughout the off season because that's how, you know, other ideas start to grow and you know we build ideas for next year and make next year a thousand times better than this year right so totally agree. um look forward to yeah staying in touch throughout the off season whether it's you know hanging out if we get together and watch premier league games whatever but um yeah that's kind of my take Woo! i think you said it all Woo! for me yeah Woo! me too um i think with without further ado thank you guys for listening yeah, uh, I think this is the sign-off for the year 2019 for the Boys in Blue podcast. 2020, here we come. 2020, here we come. 2020, Boys in Blue. Happy New Year. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, till next time. Till next time. Till next time. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I was about to do it, and then I... I'm really about to do it. <laughs> We <laughs> just come in, just come into me going. <sighs> My name is Let's just get Ellie on the mic. <laughs> okay, I got this. Chocolate rain. I waited for the click.
Welcome to Boys and Blue Podcast. My name is Addison, and I'm joined by my friends, Adam and Ryan. What's going on, guys? <laughs> hey, what's up? 